Hi, this is Richard Pryor Jr., and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with Chuck Carter, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that is pleased to welcome Emmy Award-winning and Tony Award-nominated actor Robert Hooks. Robert's career in film and television began in 1963 when he was cast as a police detective in the groundbreaking television series East Side, West Side. A few years later, he co-starred with Jack Warden and Frank Converse in another groundbreaking TV show, NYPD. NYPD, the first television cop show with the official imprimatur of the New York Police Department and the first network TV drama to portray an African-American police officer as one of its regular characters. Robert Hook's numerous other screen credits include Carter's Army, Harry Sundown, A Woman Called Moses, Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, and the 1972 classic black exploitation film Trouble Man. Robert's first love, however, has always been the stage. He made his professional acting debut in a national production of Raisin in the Sun and made his Broadway debut in Tiger Tiger Burning Bright and later earned a Tony nomination for his performance in Hallelujah Baby. Robert Hooks has also founded three significant African-American theater companies, the Group Workshop in New York, the D.C. Repertory Company in his hometown of Washington, D.C., and the internationally recognized Negro Ensemble Company in New York City. Robert Hooks was recently honored by the D.C. Repertory Company on the occasion of its 47th anniversary, while the city of Washington, D.C. itself honored Robert a few weeks back with Robert Hooks Day. We began our conversation by telling Robert, I had a little aha moment this morning because I was doing my Robert Hooks homework, and I, I found out about your Facebook page where you describe yourself as a cultural architect. And and I'm thinking, okay, I don't know what that means, but I like the sound of that. And then when I was reading up this morning, right. I think I know exactly what you mean, because when you think about the three um, African-American theatrical companies you started and right. just the void you filled in the culture, you did many of the things that an entrepreneur does. You recognized a need and you filled that need and you continue to fill that need. Right, and I, you know, that's really that. That's where the architect comes from. We build things, and you know, what I've what I've done in my career. A lot of people think, well, you know, Robert Hooks the actor. Oh yeah, Robert Hooks the actor. Look, the acting, and I've done a lot of it, and I've won lots of awards and all that stuff and accolades. But what means more to me than anything is doing things for other people, and you know that that's where building theater companies, and I happened to have been in a position back in the day where I was right there, uh, and I found my producing arm, I was acting, and I all of a sudden found myself being thrust into the producing entity, so, uh, and then I realized, you know, all these wonderfully talented people are walking around, uh, Roscoe Lee Brown, you run into Roscoe and he's looking for a job, and you run into these writers and they can't get their works produced, and, and the same with all the other artists, I thought, you know, I found myself in a position to do something about it, and uh, along came, uh, you know, these young kids that I started my first uh, theater company, was a group of teenagers that I got off the streets, I mean, I didn't get them off the streets, but they came from 
those broken homes. They came from the poverty-stricken areas of New York where they could not go to college. They couldn't afford to do the things if they wanted to write, if they wanted to act, if they wanted to dance, if they wanted to play instruments. They, they couldn't afford to go to these institutions to do it. So I thought, why not just go ahead, open the door, and I did open the door to my apartment, as a matter of fact, <laughs> and that's where the first theater company started, in my living room. We wow. broke out a wall. Uh, I was eventually evicted from the apartment, but <laughs> the kids the kids and I, and we had about, I don't know, 35, 40 kids from all of the boroughs of New York wow. uh, coming into my house, into my apartment, uh, learning how to write, how to direct, how to act, and that started it all, and that led to the Negro Ensemble Company, and then that led to the DC Black Repertory Company, and not only the three companies, the three major companies that I started, but there were other offsprings or offshoots of people that I knew. Barbara Ann Tier, for instance, moved up to Harlem to do the National Black Theater in Harlem. A friend of mine in St. Louis built a, a, a black theater company in St. Louis, all because of the success of the things that we were doing in New York. That's where the architect comes well, from. Well, that, that's where the architect comes from. And dovetailing on something you just said a few moments ago, some people, Robert, they don't give back until they've made it, so to speak. That wasn't the case with you. You've always had it in you. You've always had it in your makeup to, to give back, to reach out, even as you are building your career. Where do you think that came from? Well, it actually goes all the way back to the beginning. When I was nine years old, my sister forced me to do a play she was doing in the, uh, in the summer recreational department of Francis Junior High School in Washington, D.C. Not forced, but, I, you know, once I got into the play, you know, I started reaching out to the community um, to bring people in to, to see these plays we were doing. And that really kind of started. But what really, just to get back to a point you just made, what disturbs me, even today, is that we don't have enough people. And I'm talking about, when I say people, I mean artists that come from the community, mm -hmm. artists that were born and raised in the community and had opportunities in the community and went off and became successful and just refused to give anything back to the community. Mm -hmm. And that disturbs me. E e even now it disturbs me. Because, you know, you, it's fine to be successful. It's, and if you're good, you're going to be successful and you're going to reap the benefits. But for crying out loud, you came from somewhere. You came from a community. I came from a community in Washington, D.C., 10 blocks from the White House, and it was a poverty-stricken area in Washington. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got my feet involved, uh, my soul involved in doing something for other people, because that's what you got to do. So if you attain a certain kind of success, it behooves you to give something back to the community, and not enough people are doing it, and I'm calling them out whenever I can Good. Uh, for not giving back to the community. I mean, they, you know, I have friends that I've created opportunities for that won't even answer my telephone calls. Oh, boy. Well, no. it's sad to say, but it's true. That is the price you pay. That's the price anyone pays for being a leader and not being afraid to take a stand and call things out when they need to be called out on. But again, to touch on something you just said a few seconds ago, nobody succeeds in a vacuum. Somebody helps, I mean, no matter what you do for a living, Robert. Exactly, 
Exactly. And if you don't realize that and you just take the money and run, uh, then you're not a good citizen, first of all. And if you're a black person, you certainly don't care about the community that you came from. But, you know, that's always been a problem. I mean, it's a problem for me. I've been trying to get uh, successful uh, movie stars and sports figures and entrepreneurs to come together in a coalition fashion and uh, build a black uh, film studio, for instance, like uh, very much on the level of a Paramount, a Universal, and Warner Brothers, and that kind of thing. Uh, I'm not talking about the individuals like the Oprahs, and, mm -hmm. you know, they can go do their thing, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about a coalition of successful of success stories, mm -hmm. let's leave it at that, because we know who they are. If we could get these people in a room understanding that we don't want your money, but we do want your name. We do want your participation. Uh, now, if I got your name, I can go to the bank and get the money. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so, but they run from you. And, and that's the problem that we're having. And when I say a black studio, a black film studio, I don't mean an all-black studio. I mean a studio owned and operated by a successful coalition mm -hmm. of blacks. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but doing everything that Warner Brothers does, mm -hmm. you know, streaming, you know, television series, and, and all that other stuff. We can do that. I mean, we could do that tomorrow. If these people would stop, want, everybody wants to be a chief, and then no Indians. And I think that just relates back to what you just said, Ed, about leadership. We don't have uh, enough leaders. And, and look, I'm out of the Martin Luther King school. Martin mm -hmm. Luther King encouraged me, mm -hmm. personally, encouraged me, because I was feeling bad about not being able to go down on the front lines with these guys. And he said, he came to see me in a play in New York, the blacks, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And he stopped me he, at dinner that night. And he said, hold on, young man. He said, what you are doing, what you all are doing on that stage, opening up stories and opportunities for black audiences and white audiences that are not familiar with black stories to come under one roof and be encouraged by what you're doing on the stage. So you're just as important as what we're doing on the front lines in the South, doing plays by black playwrights and black directors and whatever, whatever. You're making that contribution. So, so and I was encouraged, and that was before I started the Negro Ensemble Company. Robert Hooks is on the line with us. Robert Hooks, Emmy Award-winning actor and producer, Tony Award-nominated actor. We'll play more of our conversation with Robert at the end of our second hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll take a quick time out, then we'll bring you an encore presentation of our conversation with Joyce Bullifant when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 
That's 800-917-2194. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.